All right, welcome to this week's Ozone Podcast, and uh, they're all fun right now because this is a fun team to be around, but I've been looking forward to this for a little while, talking to this young man again, because uh, I talked to him late last season in a little bit of a different kind of season for him and the team. Jaguars left tackle now, Walker Little, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, I appreciate you doing this today. Yeah, of course, appreciate it. And uh, it struck me when thinking about this today, your life has changed a lot in the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. D- does that ever strike you? You know, you went from a backup on a team that was two and six to a starter on a team that can't seem to lose right now. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a, a whirlwind of the last few weeks. Um, I haven't had you know totally a chance to kind of grasp everything that's been going on because mm-hmm. uh, as soon as you play one game you roll into the next but it's been really special you know into this year uh, I guess beginning of the new year now um, but yeah I mean this this team's been uh, so much fun to be a part of and you know I've been happy to, to be able to play a role in it. Um, I want to get to some of your story mm-hmm. here in a little bit because it's fascinating the preparation that it must take to do what you've done uh, is a pretty cool story. But tell me first about the feeling, you sort of touched on it, but being a part of this when this sort of thing starts to happen. Fans love it and get energized by it, but as a player, do you realize what you're a part of right now? Yeah, I I would say uh, we definitely realize that you know we're doing a lot of things right. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we quite have a chance to, to get the full grasp of it just because when you're in it, uh, it's hard to kind of see the whole picture. Right. You're just kind of uh, laser focused on you know that opponent that week, and then once that happens, uh, you kind of flush in. You got to move on pretty quickly to the next week. Um, but I know at the end of the season, we're all going to look back and realize uh, how special it is. But at this point, you know we're trying to make a run here, and, and for us, you know the job's really not finished, and um, we have the utmost belief that you know we can win every game we play in. Have you had a chance at all, um, sort of the same question, but sort of not, uh, to speak with any fans during this? Mm-hmm. And what's the reaction right now when they see a Jaguar? Yeah, cool. I mean, I've, uh, I've spoken just to some of my friends that I have, you know, that aren't you know, uh, Jags players that live here in Jacksonville, and they're just so happy, one, to just kind of see this team winning again. And, uh, and the city, I know, is, is having a good time with it, just as we are, and, and that fuels us just you know having the city behind us these last two home games I mean night games primetime games have been pretty special um to have the the whole stadium be you know Jacksonville fans mm-hmm. and and uh for us to be able to win both of those has been an incredible experience for me and something that I know I won't you know forget um so I know the city is loving this just as much as we are and that definitely you know helps fuel us to to go out there and practice each and every day and then definitely on game days to go out and, and uh, you know, I think that that especially helped us in this last game uh, down, you know, 27-0, but sure. knowing that uh, you know, we have the belief in us and the fans believe in us as well. What uh, I know you've, in your second year, maybe haven't been a part of a whole lot of a professional locker rooms, mm-hmm. but um, I'm wondering if you have a perspective on uh, how special the relationships seem to be between the players yeah. The camaraderie. Um, been around in a while. I've been around in good locker rooms, but this one is at the top level in terms of guys getting along with each other. Do you feel that as well? Yeah, I mean, I would say, um, you know, you don't really get into a real locker room. I'd say till you get in college, um, 
and you know my four years in college and then in the last year and this year this has definitely been the best locker room I've ever been a part of um uh, which is I think hard to find in in a professional team um you know oftentimes a lot of guys are only worrying about themselves but this is really a a selfless team um and everyone really wants to go out and do as much as they can for the team and for each other and we care a lot about each other and I think uh, that shows that on the field uh how we play and also just how we're able to regroup when when things maybe not aren't going our way initially Intriguing thing to me is when I ask players about this question, they don't really have an answer in terms of who sets the tone for that. Yeah. And it's not a locker room without leaders, yeah. but there's not really one leader. Do you yeah. follow what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I think Coach Peterson has said that from us, uh, said that to us from the beginning, which is, uh, you know, that we have a, a whole team full of leaders and uh, someone's always going to be called upon. Uh, it's not just going to be one guy here, one guy there. Uh, one guy on offense or one guy on defense, it's going to be different guys in each game, and you're going to have to step up and uh, play that role both in you know your play on the field or uh, just picking up a teammate beside you. Um, and so I think that uh, this team is full of leaders, and mm-hmm. that's really helped us in a lot of the hard times you know, we've gone through being, like you said, 2-6, and 3-7, and seven, uh, having a team full of leaders where uh, you're not just – not one guy is just carrying the burden of that leadership, but a full team of them who can really pick each other up and, and keep moving on. What a – Tell me a good Brandon Sheriff story for a guy who really doesn't speak to the media a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But he is sort of, I don't say the leader, but I guess the tone setter of the offensive line. Yeah. Um, why? Yeah, I mean, I think Brandon stepped in here day one um, and really solidified himself as, as one of the leaders of our offensive line. And uh, he's played a lot of football and played a lot of really good football at a really high level. And I think uh, off the bat, you know, we knew that. Um, but you never know what you're going to get from a high-level player like that. And sure. he's a super selfless player. Um, and, you know, his advice to young guys like myself and others, um, just helping us get better and helping us along the way and sharing knowledge. Um, and I think a lot of it stems to that, you know, he wants to be around uh, the guys. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't matter. He doesn't care if you're a rookie, if you're year two, year three. He wants to be around everyone. And I think um, when you have – the guys that are at the top of the you know top of the NFL playing the best ball um, there is to be played, but they still willing to hang out with you uh, on you know Mondays and Tuesdays, and mm-hmm. you share a lot of time with them. It brings the team a lot together. And I think uh, that's what's been really special about this team. You know, there's the, there's no egos. Everyone um, is on a level playing field, um, and it, it brings the team a lot closer together when you when you have a group of guys like that. Yeah, speaking to your point, for people who don't know, there you. Know, there's a big age difference in the NFL. Even though yeah. you're all grown men, 29 or 30, with which uh, Brandon is, and uh, 23 and 24 is a big age difference. Yeah. A lot of veterans do take off after practice, yeah. and everything. so f- for a guy not to be like that with his level of experience is significant, as you say. Yep. So you're down 27 nothing. What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean 27 nothing. <laughs> it's you're you're kind of in a place where, uh, like we said, you know, we are in more than just a hole. We are kind of in a crater. Um, it was uh, uh, looking bleak for us, but at that point, you know, it's kind of what everyone expects. You know, you just think about, all right, next play, next drive. Uh, you just got to get something on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we're down at the end of the second half, and we are able to kind of go down, and, you know, Trevor throws a great pass to Evan Ingram, and we score a touchdown going into halftime. Um, and I think that play was really significant in the whole uh, the whole game because we were able to come into halftime with a sense of calmness about us that, hey, like, we're still the offense we think we are. Mm-hmm. We're still the team we think we were. And, uh, you know, the defense uh, did a hell of a job all game, and especially in that second right. half getting key stops. And so 
as an offense, it was just kind of a next play mentality. And uh, Trevor, along with the rest of us, were able to kind of turn around and just start making plays. And I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about Trevor because it, it was such a unique game. But, um, you know, what does it mean for a lineman? I'm going to assume uh, that what everybody's been saying is true, which is that never wavered, never flinched, even yeah. when he throws his fourth pick. Yeah. He's still Trevor. What does it mean to a teammate when the quarterback responds like that in that situation? Yeah, I mean, I think it just – when you have a guy like him that you know has so much uh, pressure to perform um, and, you know, he's you know has a, a tough start to the game throwing four interceptions, mm-hmm. um, but he still has the confidence to go out there, you know, come over to the offensive line and explain to us that, hey, it's, it's the next play. Uh, and you see that, you know, he's not flinching. He's ready for the next drive. Um, he still has hope in this whole thing. Uh, it makes you want to fight for a guy like that. And uh, as an offensive lineman, um, you know, our job is to protect him. And it, it just it gives you, uh, you know, not that we need anything more, but just a little extra motivation to go out there each and every drive and uh, give it your all, give it just a little bit more because you know he is as well. And, um, and all we, we know we just got to give him time because once he gets rolling, uh, you know, a lot of special things can happen. Do you uh... – I'm not quite sure how to phrase this question, but it just struck me as I was preparing to ask it. What's the last time you played and started as uh, many games in a row as you are right now? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a while. 18, I guess. right? Uh, Nin- yeah, 2018 yeah, eight, 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 would probably be the last time. Yeah. 19, I, only, I played the first game, so yeah. Right. So th- that is interesting because uh-huh. obviously you've come in and are playing at a high level. Um, does that strike you at all, I guess, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people from maybe the outside have kind of asked me more than I've even ever thought about it. I, um, I think it's just because uh, you kind of go out there and you prepare for each game like you're going to be playing. And I so uh, obviously the pounding on your body might be different and that approach changes. But mentally, uh, week to week, it doesn't really change much. And um, you know, physically during the week, you're still going out there. You're still doing the practices. It's just kind of a difference on game day itself. And so the only approach that has to change on my end is just kind of recovery. I'm sure I asked this when you were on before, but uh, the adversity you overcame, and uh, people who don't know, uh, some devastating injuries in college mm-hmm. that you had to come back from, a lot of time off, a lot of rehab. Um, it's sort of a cliched question, but how much has overcoming that yeah. sort of helped with what you've dealt with so far in the NFL? Because it hasn't mm-hmm. been an easy road for you the last yeah. two or three years. Yeah, I would say uh, those were you know some of the tougher times during – uh, the end of my college career, just having a lot of injuries and uh, things not maybe going the way I would have like dreamed sure. them up to be. Um, but a lot of uh, resilience, I think, was formed during that time and has helped me, you know, through these first uh, few years in the NFL. Is it's uh, never easy. Every season has its ups and downs and its challenges. And um, if anything, it's just kind of taught me to to stick the course uh, and and just have trust kind of in your teammates mm-hmm. and your coaches in the process. Um, and things, you know, if you do things right uh, repeatedly, you know, things will uh, go your way. And so um, I think just, you know, having that as, as a truth and, and following that gotcha. um, has really helped. One thing you learn uh, covering the league for as long as I have is there's no path to for a player on where they're going. And number one recruit in high school, mm-hmm. big-time player coming out, probably would have been a top-ten pick without the injury. And then you get in the NFL and you don't play at first. Yeah. How do you maintain confidence mm-hmm. to come in and right now be playing like the player everybody thought you were? If you follow yeah. me, that, yeah, I think uh, I think it's just um, 
in a way, I, I would just try to keep every practice as much as I could like a game. Gotcha. Um, and just keep that mentality of just kind of always like sharpening the sword, mm-hmm. um, always kind of working on the skills. And so um, when the time did come, um, which you know, inevitably uh, it always will in terms of guys are always getting hurt um, on gotcha. any team. And so you know that that time is going to come and you hope it doesn't. Um, you never want another player to go down, especially another teammate. Um, but inevitably those things happen. And so um, I think as well as you can, just trying to keep every practice as game-like as you can in your, he- in your head. Um, and, you know, I was lucky to go against really good guys here um, with Trayvon Walker, with Josh right. Allen, with Arden Key, and those guys, um, you know, be able to work moves and, and, and just go against them each and every week. Now, that's easy to say, but not as easy mm-hmm. to do. It, every week preparing like you're playing. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's important. Obviously, you've done it. Yeah. Uh, harder than it sounds? Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes it can be hard just um, to kind of keep almost like fooling your mind in a way of like, mm-hmm. hey, like this is going to be uh, uh, like you, you got to prepare for this week as you will next week, even though you know that there is a chance that you don't even step on the field that week. Right. Um, but it is the nature of the job, and it's there's challenges to being a starter and there's challenges to being a backup, and that's one of the challenges I think comes along with being a backup is uh, keeping your mind in the right headspace of, hey, like, you got to be serious about your preparation. You got to be serious about each rep you get in practice because uh, you may not get those game reps this week, but you have to keep improving as the team improves. Um, when a swing tackle comes in and plays at a high level, by definition, it's it's a little surprising to people. Have you surprised yourself? Uh, no, I mean I, I always have you know great expectations for myself and what I can do ever since uh, you know, I've been in high school to college sure. to now, and so. Um, I don't think I would say it's a, a surprise, but I've been, um, you know, happy with what I've been able to do so far, but there's still a lot of things that I know I got to fix. And, um, I know, um, I got to progress on if I want to, you know, keep being the player I want to be mm-hmm. on this team and just keep holding this team win. People who watch tape say they see an increased aggressiveness, increased level from you each week. Mm-hmm. Is that just because as you play more, you sort of gain, Hey, I can do this and here's what I need to keep doing. Not a very good question by me no i know i know what you're in it though but um i would just say a lot of it just comes from confidence and getting the time to get out there and have those real live reps in a real game and um you start seeing things that are uh similar from week to week and opponent to opponent um and as time goes on i think it's easier to have a little more confidence and, and that might show itself in different ways but um i feel like that just ultimately makes you more comfortable when you're more comfortable and more confident you can play a little faster you're showing yourself you can do this yeah exactly it's pretty cool um Last thing we do here is uh, is uh, what I call the Ozone Five. Five quick questions. We'll have some fun and get you out of here. Uh-huh. Uh, walk a little. What's your last binge watch? Uh, there was a, a show on Netflix called Kaleidoscope. I just finished. It's uh, like a heist uh, TV That's show. pretty deep track. That's uh-huh. not one that's on the top ten. Uh-uh. Okay. It, I think it might have been. It was on like, one of the new releases like okay. oh, last week or the week before. Um, so I watched that. Got gotcha. you. All-time binge watch? Uh, Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, pre-game song if you have one uh, I really don't listen to music pre-game which is kind of I would say okay. different I just kind of people play music in the locker room but um, I think it either hypes me up too much or when I try to play slower music it calms me down too much so I, I try you. to just listen to the noises I'm going to assume the first answer is Saturday mm-hmm. best game you played in before that uh, yeah best game before that I mean the atmosphere the week before that Tennessee sure. game yeah. was great um, so I would probably put that right up there. Run block or pass block? 
Uh, I mean, I prefer prefer to run block. I mean, I think most offensive linemen would. You can kind of have a set it's more of a chance to kind of set the tone. Okay. Even as a left tackle, yeah. I mean, I would say people put blocking. yeah people put more importance on the pass blocking, but um, I would say just from an offensive lineman perspective, you're able to kind of set the tone of the game if you're able to run block well and just kind of control the blo- control the clock and control the ball. Uh, it kind of puts the game uh, more in your favor, more in your control. I'm looking forward to this one because I think the answer will be impressive. Uh-huh. Blow by blow, what was your Waffle House order? Uh, it was uh, the uh, All Star with. Was it bacon, hash browns, uh, over easy eggs, and then a chocolate chip waffle? That's solid. Yeah, that That's great. A, uh, more or less than Trevor ate. Uh, always more. Yeah. <laughs> Walker, it's a playoff week. I can't thank you enough for joining us. I know I know people are going to enjoy this. Good luck Saturday, and thank you for thank you for joining the Ozone Podcast. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you.